Hey folks, welcome to the AI Chicks, where we're providing you cool conversations about AI for all. With each episode bringing you a different topic on how AI impacts your daily life. I am your host, Aisha Corpus Wynn, coming in hot with the fun energy and the great insight. And I have my bestie co-host here with me. Hi, guys. I'm Lana Howe, and I'm bringing the curls, the charisma, and a fresh perspective to the table. Today, we're talking about a real fun topic. Yes, talk about fresh perspective. All you single folks, you're going to need a fresh perspective on AI <laughs> and dating. I'm going to give my perspective. Ace is going to give her perspective. We get AI's take on every topic. And for this one, we have tapped into Bing. Yes. I love I love Bing because it always gives you a source. It gives okay. you a source link. She's she's nerding out, guys. She loves her sources. I, I, always. I love a fact check. So <laughs> let's see what Bing has to say. According to Bing, AI is increasingly infiltrating the dating app space. Sometimes in the form of fictional partners, sometimes as advisor, trainer, ghostwriter, or matchmaker. Established players in the online dating business like Tinder and Hinge are integrating AI into their existing products. New apps like Blush, Riz, and Teaser AI offer completely new takes on virtual courtship. Around half of all adults under 30 have used a dating site or app, according to 2023 Pew Research findings, but nearly half of users report their experience as being negative. Empty conversations, few matches, and endless swiping leave many users single and unhappy with apps. Problems that many in the AI dating app field say could be solved with the technology making people less lonely and fostering easier, deeper connections. Wow, I love this new fact that I did not know, which is that 50% of Gen Z is on dating apps. Yes. 50%. That, yes. Is, that is a hefty amount of population yes, that it is. is using technology to drive their future relationships. AI is just going to have a much more vital role right. when it comes to dating and relationships. I don't think I knew that. I don't know if I knew how many people really on it. It feels like everyone is on it. Correct. But, you know, when you really get to hear the numbers, it, it changes things. With technology, there has been a big impact on culture. For dating apps, like, there's been that, the ghosting culture or like the swiping culture where you're swiping through so many people. You have this false, maybe false reality that they're there's grass is greener. greener the, yeah. There's so There's many always options. another option. Exactly. Plenty of fish in the sea. Plenty of fish in the sea. Yeah. Which it's it's good to be hopeful that there there. I think everyone can find someone, but you don't want it to be at your detriment of that. You're always just looking for the next best thing. Mm -hmm. And I think that can be really frustrating for people who are genuine about a connection. On the flip side, dating apps have also allowed people to meet people that they would not normally meet. The thing about AI's role in it that I think is like right now I'm seeing a lot on the dating apps like the Bumbles and the Hinges is prompts. Hey, ask the person what how their weekend was or what their favorite musician is. And chatbots. And chatbots, yeah, exactly. Yeah. A lot of times people get caught and stuck in the dating app mm. and they don't make the in-person date. And I think it would be cool if there was like a virtual AI assistant that's like, hey, so-and-so, you've been chatting with this person for a couple days now. Why don't you ask them out on a date? Is that and, your AI voice? Yeah, this is my AI. <laughs> this is my AI voice. Why don't you ask them out on a date? It could prompt like, oh, do you want to go on a coffee date? Oh, do you want to go to a restaurant and then give you the restaurants? And then in the app, you could actually book the date. Yeah, you know me with the automation. Yes. I would love it if it could just like automatically connect to Resi exactly. or OpenTable and book the reservation for exactly. you. I think that that would get us to actually meeting in person, which is where the relationship really can form and start if there is chemistry, if there is a connection. The dating apps have a place in society. I'm excited to see them continue to grow and develop and really see how our interaction with them continues to change. And help you find your boo. And help me find my 
bamboo. Yeah, sure. <laughs> why not? I mean, I still think you can meet people the traditional way at the gym or at the grocery store or whatever, but it's nice having another option, yeah. for, especially for busy professionals. Asia, now you're married. Yes. You met your boo the very traditional way. Walking down the street. Exactly. I mean, you can't get more traditional than that. Okay. <laughs> the, the streets of Los Angeles were my dating app. And by the way, guys, she's really serious. She did meet him. Like, yeah, at an intersection. Yeah. yeah. Walking down the street, yeah. literally. Even though I'm married, I do have my two cents on this topic. Actually, more on the tech side of it all, because I'm just very surprised that the dating apps haven't really embedded AI more mm. into their apps already. There's so many different tools in other apps, and I'm just surprised that the dating world hasn't embraced that more already. Mm. Even if it's not about finding a match, it can just also help the singles user experience with the app. I wonder if they're going to need to ask more questions to get more data points so that they can match better. I wonder if that's going to be where it moves to. There's all of these AI companies coming out with dating apps. For example, like Replica is one where you are utilizing a chat box avatar that is AI driven, then that avatar and that chat box evolves to the user's communication dynamics. I don't know if having AI adapt to that person's communication is helpful because humans are not like that <laughs> in real life. They're like the complete opposite of the spectrum, but I'm excited to talk to our guest. We got our girl, Spicy Mari. Spicy! She is the CEO and founder of The Spicy Life. She is a professional, longtime, successful relationship expert, as well as a Bumble ambassador. So when we're talking about all of these dating apps, going to be able to really give us the inside scoop. And the tea. Yes, on what's going on there. So excited for Spicy Mari to join us next. All right, folks, we have the amazing Spicy Mari in the house. Woo She's coming in with the spice. She's coming in hot. <laughs> and before we get, even get into it, Spicy, we just got to cut to the chase. So we give everyone that comes into the AI squad a nickname. Okay. Yes. But this is interesting because you kind of already have a nickname. Yes. yes. But we want to give you an additional spicy yes. nickname. Okay. Yes. Okay. Let's go. Let's so do we, we, we want to throw out some suggestions. Okay. And let us know if you're feeling any of them. Okay. We can be real here. We're friends. Okay. Yeah. I've known you forever. Yeah. So, so you can keep it real if you like any of these. Okay. You're feeling spicy. You're always spicy. Mm -hmm. We were thinking that there's more to that we should just call you extra spicy <laughs> that is so creative like mind-blowing <laughs> wow did ai help you with that yeah exactly exactly spicier <laughs> than spicy <laughs> extra <laughs> spicy okay i'm feeling that one what's yeah. my option number okay, two okay okay so we still were kind of keeping on this trend because mm -hmm. you are spicy you're hot you give us all the vibes right so we thought like hot tamale spicy mm -hmm. so you know okay maybe didn't land and it's all so you know we got the latin flavor okay, we got the latin yeah. flavor in the house so we were like why don't we just go with some caliente okay okay i'm gonna go extra spicy though. extra oh, spicy. oh yes the reason being is because i like extra in front of it because it's over the top and yes. i am over the top i'm always gonna put like some extra flavor on something no matter what it is it could be a five i'm gonna make it a six seven eight nine ten like Facts. i'm always just gonna yeah, throw something that. on top of it you know what's funny is that asia and i had a sidebar and we were like you know we come up with these nicknames and it's extra spicy like she has to go with extra spicy <laughs> so the fact that you went with extra spicy it's, it's, a, it's vibe. a vibe it's yeah. a total vibe okay. so let everyone know how you've gotten to where you've gotten starting from when i was born <laughs> um, so i'm spicy mari uh, extra spicy relationship expert magnetic matchmaker founder of the spicy life relationship consulting firm but i have been doing this my entire life mother was married three times it was 
partly because I was responsible for it. Definitely set her up on multiple dates. I made it my mission to set mom up with the dad. And so going to meet at the gas station, at the grocery store, my mom saw that I had this gift, but she also wanted to make sure I had the education behind it. So she made sure that I went to get my BA and then my master's, relationship radio show, giving spicy tips on KJLH, which is Stevie Wonders, and then 92.3, which is LA's like, biggest radio station. All the meanwhile growing and giving relationship advice and coaching. And my master's program is where I developed the spicy method, which are the five ingredients that you need for a healthy relationship. So spicy stands for self, passion, intimacy, communication, and learning to say yes. I take my individuals through a 90-day program where they learn the spicy fundamentals and either how to become more magnetic to attract their purpose mate or how to bring out a more purposeful relationship with their partnership. My mission in life is to restore the family unit, and I do that through the art of connection, helping couples communicate, create more intimacy in the relationship. My husband helped me build my empire. Um, so <laughs> I am a, a Your mom. Your success story. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he is a huge part of it, so it was uh, my mom. Shout out to Spicy Mama. So I'm a certified uh, dating coach, but also um, a Bumble dating expert, always promoting healthy relationships. Like, how do we get rid of some of the things that are holding us back from the love that we want to create for ourselves. Because your mission is about helping and building those healthy relationships, healthy love, just to get right into it with AI. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of people are not thinking about healthy relationships, healthy love, healthy communication and AI. How do we bring in technology even more than we have already have and still maintain the healthy relationships and healthy communication dynamic? I'm a firm believer that with any tool that's out there if used correctly if we use it in a way that facilitates and fosters education now we're using it in a healthy way and what i mean by that is using ai as a a coaching tool let's help you facilitate more intimate conversations let's help you when it comes to asking these questions let's help you when it comes to making better matches some of the time is cut out in order to get to your person sooner making that transition from single to relationship creating that and making it faster with ai would be extremely helpful if we are going to help you facilitate conversation how do we do this without replacing your own mind (laughs) two singles are communicating and using AI to communicate, then how does that impact their communication when they're actually in person? We still have autonomy. We still have the ability to say, do I want to ask this question this way? Do I want to facilitate and carry the conversation in this manner? I still have free will. It's not like AI would be taking over our brains. What it is, is it would be prompting us to possible ways that we can ask, possible ways that we can communicate. So because the dating apps have actually made it so that we don't have to have in-person engagement immediately, we've lost some of our ability to learn through trial and error with in-person and experiences. So what it's done for our communication is made us somewhat more lazy. And so <laughs> what happens is the more touch points that you have, which dating apps provide, the more failures that you have. The more failures that you have, the more your esteem goes down. The more your esteem goes down, the more you need me. They come to me and they're like, okay, I've been on the dating apps. I've tried, you know, speed dating events. I've tried it all and now help me. So we don't give up on technology we find which app is best suited for that person because not all apps are created equal, even though Bumble is my favorite. Then go into the app and I will be able to see their conversation. So I start messaging, showing them, hey, this is how you get this kind of response. This is how we funnel him from the app 
to our cell phone, to the FaceTime, to the date. There's an actual process of that. Single people need spicy. You got an app, girl? You got a plug-in? We don't just need We you. need an AI. We need we a need, spicy need, AI. Oh, that's why you were AI before this is AI. This why I was AI before AI. So as you work with me, right? You're with me for 90 days. Eventually, you can start to communicate like this on your own. You won't need to ask, like, should I send this message? Originally, may feel like, well, this isn't organic. I'm not this, you know, suave. I wouldn't necessarily say this. Once you see, though, and you trust me through the process, because we built a rapport, you will allow me to demonstrate and the results speak for itself. When he's like, okay, I'm, I want to pick you up at seven. I booked our reservation. Now you're like, well, I mean, you know, I could start talking like this a little <laughs> bit more. Maybe I should start, you know, putting a little feminine energy in my approach. And, uh, and you will be more open to that once you start to see the results. And so the reason why I say, uh, once again, that it's I was AI before AI is because part of what um, artificial intelligence allows you to do is help facilitate those conversations. If we don't know how to respond or we don't know necessarily what's going to captivate that person, it is going to eventually begin to like prompt you on this is how you can lead the dialogue. The problem is, is if you don't learn from it. What happens when they're in person and that yeah. person didn't learn from that and then their their communication is awkward or they're not that feminine yeah. flirty that they were when they had AI's help. This is why you need to become a student of AI. So there's one thing to say, I'm hungry, okay? There's another way that we can ask or we can facilitate the conversation around food. I enjoy on my Fridays, you know, to go pick up a pizza. Pizza reminds me of my childhood. My father used to bring home, you know, a hot pepperoni and we used to sit around the fire eating it. What that is emotional disclosure, okay? So factual disclosure is like, these are just the facts. I feel like pizza. Emotional disclosure is, here's the fact, but I appreciate this thing or this memory because it made me feel this way. It brought warm, fuzzy memories to me. If you see that AI is giving you the prompt of like storytelling, which is essentially what I just gave you, that creates moments of intimacy. But a person can't just say send and allow that conversation to take over they need to study and say well why did AI prompt me this way why did this work on this person well the reason that it worked on this person is because it created warm fuzzy feelings factual disclosure doesn't do that factual disclosure is just like these are the facts these are very stale it doesn't allow opportunity for us to grow and learn each other. When we storytell and we share the importance of something, but also how it makes us feel, it's more memorable. And we're not doing enough storytelling in our communication. No matter how far AI goes in life, I don't care if it's like we're dating robots, which won't ever happen. We will always need a coach. You will always need somebody to take you off of a ledge before you make a bad decision, to hold you accountable to making healthier choices. You know, when you were talking a little bit earlier um, about technology's impact, maybe making us a little lazier in, in some respects, mm -hmm. it kind of reminded me of going out with my friends to the bar or like a lounge yeah. or a restaurant. And I would start to see people on their phones mm. on a dating app at a place where you yeah. could five feet away meet someone in person meet someone in person that just got me thinking about technology's impact on our behavior what are your thoughts about that when can we get off the app and yes. meet in person and have in-person dynamics prior to apps even existing we already were fearful of rejection communication is is partially learned from your childhood upbringing then you enter into relationships and those impact how you also demonstrate and how you perform communication and you're also taught through your previous partners how to communicate so if you didn't have awesome teachers in your childhood or in relationship more than likely you're going to be a poor communicator unless you go to school and then you actually like practice and apply there's this wall that gets to shelter us and protect us and protect our emotions because we don't necessarily have to feel the person rejecting us right in front of our face. There's this layer. So while it feels safer, it's also 
desensitizing you from rejection, which therefore you're not becoming stronger in the rejection area. And that's a muscle that we actually need to practice like experiencing, right? Just like how now we can go on a job interview and it doesn't matter if we get rejected six times, we know we need to eat. We're gonna go on seven, eight, nine, ten. In the dating world, because we're desensitizing ourselves from rejection, after rejection number two on a dating app, we're like, oh, I'm done. I'm done. Waps don't work for me. But like, if this was your career, you're just going to be broke. Like, you're just <laughs> not going to like, never going to get a job. Feed yeah. your family. <laughs> but when it comes to relationships, we're like, but it's so much more personal. No, you just aren't as skilled and trained in the relationship area. And you do that by practicing with this tool over and over and understanding that it is a numbers game. Sometimes we're using these apps also to practice, to practice interaction, to practice how do I engage and get this person to ask me out? How do I find out more about them? And I don't think that you should be on the dating app communicating for longer than a week. You need to funnel that person to your cell phone, then to a FaceTime for safety reasons, to see also too if there's any connection for energy, and then to the date. People can use AI to zhuzh up their images, generate really fantastic photos of themselves (laughs) that almost look nothing like what they look in real life. Like that filter is strong. Yeah, I mean, the filter is filtering, (laughs) right? And so I am curious about your thoughts and your positions on that within the dating space. Photoshop has been around like forever. Mm -hmm. So before like we even had filters, we had Photoshop, okay? People have always touched up themselves. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So that's not anything new or foreign. I do think though that the images need to look somewhat like us that it can't be (laughs) so far-fetched. I do think that we are also faced with this huge, huge pressure of living in an extremely superficial time, not only from our own personal vanity, but then also what society is putting on us for our beauty. And especially with like dating apps, which once again, I am pro dating apps. It has made us clock someone's value at their photo. Where before, if somebody had a great personality, but they weren't necessarily our type, they could, get, they could get us if they made us laugh in person. Like they could, based yeah. on their energy, they could get us. Where now we will automatically like bypass someone if we don't like their photo. And the challenge with that is that women are harder critics than men. Studies have been done where if photos are put out with 20 men, us ladies will say like, mm, three are attractive. Okay, put out 20 photos of women, men will be like, oh, yeah, there's like 13 baddies in here. (laughs) While we think that they're the harsh critics, we actually are. Why do you think that the beauty industry (laughs) is like marketed towards us? Because we care more about that. We're missing out on a ton of great husbands because we're judging them based on their jawline. Historically, us as women would overlook that if they had a great personality they could provide and protect. From like the eHarmony days, you had to like complete a whole dissertation (laughs) to get in, to get to get in. (laughs) put a profile i don't know if people got tired of that and so they made it like they microwave the process you have the ability now to mark you took time for like health and wellness so that the person doesn't think that they were ghosted so making it like safer now okay it wasn't me they actually put self-care in there they've been doing studies around the attractiveness of somebody who you know has been in therapy they're more likely to get a swipe (laughs) oh interesting because we're a new generation i feel like where it was taboo with our parents now we're more like okay this is a healthy attractive 
objective quality. I want somebody who's been doing the self-work. So I think that those kind of initiatives are extremely important and we're taking more accountability around us being a more self-aware group. I do think there needs to be more details in there about our passions or the things that we like doing in relationship or together so that we can get more around our common interests. We should have a mandatory, like you have to fill out this amount of information. Yeah, You cannot just like post one photo and be like looking for a hottie <laughs> and that be your bio. There needs to be a prerequisite to you filling out the profiles and you can't move on to the other prompts. Like these things have to be filled out because we're also letting you get away with doing minimal work. And the thing is, we will let you get away with that looking for a hottie if he is like six a foot. If, if he's above yes. six feet, we're like, well, you know, I bet you he's a good person <laughs> and he didn't fill out his bio. <laughs> you know, just adding more of these mandatory things yeah. for the apps that are really meant for true relationships and true connections because I think that's the difference is there's some apps that are hookup apps no judgment there that's fine if you're in hookup season then go to the hookup apps yeah but I think the confusion is when the hookup people are on the apps that are people looking for relationships and love and it's all everything in between your insight here about having certain things mandatory for having a profile and matchmaking especially if it's in an app or in a dynamic where it's people who are who believe that they're ready for a relationship one of the exercises that I do in my program is the pizza okay um clearly you guys are- <laughs> she loves pizza <laughs> she wants a pizza after I this <laughs> i love me some pizza but it's an exercise that i created for my clients i presented it to bumble i just was trying to get some juices flowing over there and how we can get better matches and part of what my pizza does is it helps my single clients with a roadmap essentially to what would be a good fit for them the pizza is crust sauce toppings okay the crust are the five core values that you believe make a good human being The sauce is what do I need in order to love you? What do I need treatment wise? And how do you need to make me feel? It's these five behaviors, these actions I need you to do in order to know that we can rock together. So instead of just saying like, I love gifts, it would look more like I really appreciate flowers every Wednesday, or I really appreciate little trinkets when you go out of town that you pick up from the airport that you bring me back or coffee mugs. Being like very specific about these little likes and these isms that make you an individual help also with the facilitation of how to treat you. Can they just say sprinkle, sprinkle? Yeah. Okay, so then what are the toppings? She's like, back to the you pizza. <laughs> We've worked together before, so she knows like the pizza. <laughs> the toppings are the physical things that you need in order to actually like physically be sexually attracted to so someone. So everyone's focusing on the toppings first. Everyone is focusing yeah. on the toppings first when it comes to dating apps. Right. And you don't marry someone's toppings, let alone your toppings don't even say the same. Those change throughout time. But if I'm judging my future and my life with you and whether we're going to like run off into the sunset and be a family together on the toppings you will never feel full off of toppings alone you have to have the crust and the sauce for it to be a really good pizza i use this as an example of something that i would incorporate into the dating apps that has to be filled out these are the core values of what i think makes a good human this is how i need to be treated and this is what I'm physically attracted to. Where's our, where's my single They're girls' pizza? They're, They're working, working on it. it. Where's my, my single girls eat the pizza? Spicy's okay. leading the charge over there. So no. But you know what's funny is what she's saying is be specific, not just say I want to be treated like a queen. Correct. Like, yeah. I might think being treated like a queen is flowers every Wednesday. Correct. You might think treated like a queen is him taking your car to get washed. But it's funny because in AI we talk about prompting and it's about being specific. And yes. it's so funny yes. how there's these parallels of communication. And at the end of the day. When you're trying to find love or you're trying to get the AI to spit out some answer that you want, 
it comes down to communication because of situationships and because of sneaky leaks and all the like entanglements, entanglements all, the, all, the all the stuff we have to be like very clear on okay what are your intentions and what is your relationship goal with me exclusivity is a way that like a person can have you all to themselves without necessarily having to be responsible for you when i commit i am introducing you to the world and i am off the market we go together families know each other our families know each other i am responsible for you you're responsible for me we now represent each other with exclusivity that doesn't necessarily mean that it's a public announcement and people even know that we're together i'm just not going to sleep with anybody else and majority of people want that because they don't want to share you but you don't want to share me so take me off the market versus you just don't want me to share my body there's a difference between that and so if you want somebody to really like invest in you and you want to build with someone, it has to be a commitment. I want to just switch gears real quick and play a game with Spicy. <laughs> let's do it. Should we play a quick game with um, Spicy? Yeah, let's play a quick game before we wrap up. I'm super curious to see how her answer is going to be about this question. Okay, Spicy. Is it data or data? data. <laughs> it's data. I say data. Oh, <laughs> the communication Anything master. Anything that sounds like date. I'm yeah. like, <laughs> she's like, yeah, it's all about dating. Data, data, dating, everything. Well, from the communication master herself, it is data. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Spicy, Thanks, for spice. all thank of the gems that you dropped for us. Everything from AI and dating gaps to situationships to communication. I mean, we covered it all. We did. I hope the listeners really, really loved this fun, riveting, spicy extra. Extra spicy. Extra spicy coming out to you. It's hot in yeah. here, guys. It's hot <laughs> in here. Please make sure to subscribe. Continue to follow us on all of the social media apps. And grab the merch. Yes, hey. yes. All right, you guys. Take care. Listen to the AI Chicks on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Video episodes are available on Patreon. And check out our socials at the AI Chicks.